Have you been working so hard to save for something you've been meaning to have? What or who are you saving for? How do you manage your finances? In this episode of That One Thing, let's get down to the business of managing our cash flow and mastering the art of saving. Hold on to your pockets as we build the habit of consistently saving for the future. And we're back with another episode of That One Thing Podcast. Surprisingly, we're now on episode 15, Kim. Thank you to those who constantly listen to each and every episode we release and to our growing Spotify followers. We appreciate you guys. So if you have any topics or ideas you want us to cover in the next episodes, you can just message us on our social media accounts at thatonething.ph. Awesome sauce! Woohoo! <laughs> Thank you so much, TOT listeners. And yes, 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 yes. Please let us know how we can make this podcast even better. Mm. We won 15 episodes. I didn't <laughs> thought we could make it this far. We want to make sure that we are curating content and providing mm-hmm. you something that could help and inspire you in any way we can. Mm. And... Hi there, Rose. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A lot has been happening to me lately, Kim, if you just know. Especially at work. Mm -hmm. I can't even keep up with all the changes, organizational changes. But as always, as I say, change is one of the things that is inevitable and is constant here in this world so we only have to see it in a different way how to manage it with a positive mind the good side is that i'm discovering a lot about myself what my strengths and weaknesses are it reminded me that life can really change in an instant we have to keep up with it and with time true and actually, it was really fun to hear that you said you're discovering a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we discussed last episode, right? Mm. But what's going on at work? Can you tell me more about it? Maybe <laughs> offline. <laughs> yes, we can chica offline. <laughs> okay, deal. Well, I don't know how many times I've said and how crazy it's been for many of us. And that I still can't believe that we're halfway through the year. Mm. I know that this pandemic is something that we should accept. And it's already part of the reality. But damn, another volcanic alert level 3 threatens us. Mm-hmm. And while there are not so good things happening around us. Another thing that I noticed since this pandemic is the booming of online platforms. Mm. We just had mid-year sale. (laughs) (laughs) The monthly online sale has taught us that adding to cart is fun and such a joyful experience. (laughs) And it Mm -hmm. proves that there's truth in retail therapy. Actually, we're not noticing we've been purchasing a lot more than we used to. I was silently laughing how you shifted your thoughts from the volcanic alert to meteor sale. What does your online shopping cart look like? Cart check. 
I have around eight items in my cart for months now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a control freak when it comes to purchasing. So <laughs> it's just there. It's just fun adding things in the cart. And I'm trying to prove to myself that I really don't need them. <laughs> so you, how about you, Rose? Maybe since 2020, when the pandemic happened, I think maybe around 24 purchases already. <laughs> so I somehow became addicted to it the first few months of the pandemic when they resumed deliveries door to door. And when I tracked down my online shopping expenses, I regretted some of my purchases <laughs> because it was beyond my budget. Remember the last episode wherein we focused our topic on how to become more self-aware? Mm-hmm. It encompasses every aspect of our lives, one of which is being financially aware. The more we are aware financially, the more we are likely to save, invest, and not spend more than what we earn. And with those that you mentioned on how life is uncertain, fast, unexpected calamities, and pandemic, or whatnot, and how important our self-awareness is in this era <laughs> where we're drawn to the madness of online shopping. <laughs> Two very different scenarios, but both calls us to prepare our wallets and pockets for the future. <laughs> As they say, we have to save something for rainy days, but how can we if we are faced with all the sale items shining online? <laughs> My pockets are shaking. <laughs> Kaya naman, this is the perfect time to talk about saving. Before anything else, in this episode, let's talk about money and saving. And there's really much to talk about it, and we might do a series about this. So, before we start, open-minded ka ba? Joke! <laughs> I am open-minded. Let's go grab some coffee, Kim. <laughs> Road to financial freedom! Kidding aside, I will and we will not offer anything other than some tips and learning on how we're handling our money. You know, we know that it's truly something we can aim for and we all want that financial freedom, right? Who doesn't want that? So, in this week's Money Matters episode, that one, piggy bank. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever had any piggy bank or pot or alcansha when you were younger? (laughs) Um, I think everyone had that, if not everyone, almost everyone. <laughs> Mine before was that famous plastic pink piggy bank. And mm-hmm. these days, a piggy bank is taken for granted. So it's a coin bank. Kids love them. But where did they really come from? Before I answer that, I just want to say, I noticed that, yeah, it's true that not all kids now are familiar with piggy banks. Mm-hmm. I just... They all are into gadgets and things. But, yeah. well, going back to your question, I've read that these piggy banks became icons for savings and it went way back. The origin of it dates back nearly 600 years ago in the mm-hmm. time before real banks even existed. Mm-hmm. Before the creation of modern-style banking institutions, people commonly store their money at home. 
in the common kitchen jars. Yeah. During the Middle Ages, metal was expensive and seldom used for household wares. So instead, dishes and pots were made for um, economical orange-colored clay called pig pots. P-Y-G-G pots. So you put your excess coins there to keep and once it's full, you need to use it or you can break the pot. Actually, that's where they say we got the expression breaking the bank came from mm-hmm. the idiom break the bank means to ruin one financially or to exhaust one's resources anyway going back to the main thing after all this trivia <laughs> time to start this conversation with how we can manage our finances what does saving really mean why do we need to save is it hard to save what does it take for me to save having questions <laughs> Why do we even have to save if we can spend all our hard-earned money? Mm. After all, we deserved it, you know. <laughs> of course, this was me 10 years ago. Was meaning I probably learned how to save now. So what does it mean to save? Mm. Savings is a portion of our income, not spent on current expenditures to help us prepare for future unexpected events or emergencies. It could even help us to avoid financial burdens during these circumstances. And this could guarantee an individual's financial security. You're right. So right. And good news is, it doesn't take a lifestyle overhaul to become a saver. There are simple ways to save money, which you can start practicing today. Once you're in the habit of saving, you'll forget there was ever a time when you didn't save. (laughs) In Uh the previous companies that I've been with, I've gotten the opportunity to really sit down or join some free sessions on financial literacy. You know, those (laughs) talks that the company prepared for us to be financially literate. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I listen to most of them and most basic thing that they would tell us is as you get your paycheck the first thing you need to do is save. Mm -hmm. Savings can help you achieve that freedom to live a life on your terms. The security as you said Rose. So what's the simplest way to do that? Mm, They say take out the portion you need to save, then pay all your debts, bills, and expenses, and then make room for the daily expenses you need in the coming days. That's what they advise. Warren Buffett, whose net worth is billion dollars, mm. and one of the wealthiest people in the world, says, don't save what is left after spending. Spend what is left after yeah. saving. And if you just started to work, maybe you're a fresh grad, who just been with a company for a year or so, you will really have to live within your means. Uh-huh. Simple and payak na buhay. Yeah, so as you've mentioned, for a person who just graduated and started working, is there a specific percentage or amount of their income that they should keep as savings? How will they know if it's enough already? That's a really great question. I will give you a free life insurance. <laughs> so, I, it really depends on your goal. Mm-hmm. 
are you saving for an emergency fund alone? Or yeah. do you also want to start saving for your future family? Mm-hmm. But as we always say, baby steps. So if you're on your first job, again, for starters, what they always say is you need to save on your emergency fund. Yeah. I always think that we save basically because we can't predict the future. Mm -hmm. Saving money can help us financially secure and provide a safety net in case of emergency. The financial gurus that I was talking to you about earlier would lay out this concept. You need to at least save three to six months worth of your full salary. Yeah. And tag it as your emergency fund. Mm -hmm. Let's say your net income monthly is... 30,000 pesos. So, 3 times 30,000 is 90K. Mm-hmm. If we multiply it by 6, it's 180K for emergency funds. So, at least you have between 90 to 180K for your emergency fund. Mm-hmm. At least. <laughs> but to clarify, it is not the same for everyone. Again, this strategy may work for others and Maybe not for me, not for you. It really depends also on different factors. Maybe there are aspects that you need to think through. Like, are you supporting a family? Mm -hmm. Are you also trying to cover for your parents' needs? Or you're paying off a debt? And so many things to consider, right? Mm -hmm. And to be honest, with all the uncertainty, you really have to save more panga. If you can do more than six months, even better. Again, I'm repeating this as a disclaimer. (laughs) The idea is for starters only. Uh And we are different individuals. We have different needs. So we probably uncover how we can also earn more later (laughs) on in the next few episodes. I agree. Well, personally, there isn't a one-size-fits-all number on how much percentage a person should save because every one of us has different lifestyles. It also depends on how long you can stick to that commitment to save. Some would advise the 50-30-20 rule wherein 50% of your income will be allocated to your needs, 30% to your wants, and 20% to your savings or financial goals. But what I would suggest is before setting up percentage or amount, make sure to track first your expenses. It may seem like a lot of work going through your daily expenses when you begin the process of recording those expenses, but once you get the hang of it, you'll surely become more aware and accountable of your spending. I have this app on my iPhone and it's called mm-hmm. Money Manager. This is where I track my income and expenses on a daily basis. So what I like about this app is that you can break down your financial records into different sections. Whether your money was spent on food, clothing, or even transportation. Wow! I know I tried a different app before. Which I totally forgot what the name of it. That particular app. Mm-hmm. Now, I track my expenses very old school in Excel. <laughs> but let me try that app that you recommend, Money Manager. What a great way to show us those blind spots where we spend, where we overspend, mm-hmm. 
what we should minimize and where we can get the savings from. And the good thing is we will be aware of those times that we thought we are spending occasionally, but apparently, ni pala. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that tracking your expenses can reveal if you have spending issues? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what it revealed for me the first time was I spent too much on coffee. Specifically, Starbucks. So, to correct this, <laughs> I decided to just buy three and one coffee, which is way cheaper than Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You really sounded like financial guru. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because those financial gurus, they would always use Starbucks to be their example when they're talking about saving. And I laugh every time I hear that brand and I feel sad for that brand that they are being tagged as a necessary item or mm-hmm. something that you don't really need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the cold, hard fact in the most common example that resonates to Pinoy's. Yeah, Filipinos love to buy handicraft coffee or drinks even if we all know we have them handy at home. Mm-hmm. As you said, three and one. We are paying more for the experience and the taste too. And the brand, of course. The reality is we don't realize we spend five or ten times more when buying a coffee with that particular brand or any brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. And that's already a part of wants and not mm-hmm. our need anymore. But I'm speaking of or I'm speaking for myself, not for anyone mm-hmm. here. Just yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but we love Starbucks, okay? Yes, I totally agree that tracking your expenses really helps. Know where your money goes, basically. Of course, you can't manage something if you don't know what you are trying to work on. Mm-hmm. Well, once you have an idea on how you spend in a month, you can strategically plan your budget. It's a way to get out of debt and pay bills on time. You just only have to figure out your net income, meaning your take-home money after taxes Mm -hmm. monthly and know your fixed monthly expenses like rent, utility bills, insurance, and your desired savings. Yep. And probably the second tip, which is aligned to knowing what you need versus want, You can cut down on things. Mm -hmm. So cut down on things that you don't need. I'll share some practical examples. So perfect that you've mentioned your handicrafted drinks or milk teas. Let's be honest, milk teas are the new (laughs) coffee. (laughs) Yeah, the new thread. Can I prepare them at home? That's a question, right? Mm -hmm. And you've mentioned you can do three in one or I can buy coffee beans and make it better in some way mm-hmm. or are you into some vices how many packs of cigarettes do you take how mm-hmm. much alcoholic drinks or beverages do you purchase maybe it's time to quit those vices stay healthy and save more live longer <laughs> and another one can i get a cheaper cable package if i'm not watching much television Mm-hmm. Or do I need a landline even if I have my mobile phone to connect with my loved ones? Yeah. Can I save from those or cut it down? If you have, let's say, a mobile postpaid plan, 
I am using the plan fully? Or can I downgrade since I'm connected to Wi-Fi all the time nowadays? <laughs> Those are some questions that I have in mind to just identify. Do I need this or can I save from this? Mm-hmm. If I really need, example, to order and deliver food, maybe look at some vouchers and <laughs> coupons to save more. And what is the acceptable frequency for takeout orders? Yeah. Because recently, I feel that we are also into pa-deliver na lang kind yeah. of mentality, right? Mm-mm. So, we really need to evaluate and make sacrifices now to reap and yield a better future. And as you said, as you become more strategic, you will find the best or suited way for you. Maybe you'll set one goal at a time. Let's say emergency fund for now. Mm -hmm. Then once you reach a certain amount of the emergency fund, maybe next on your goal or list is getting that insurance. Yeah. Or you can do something in parallel to it. Pwede namang sabay. While you are saving a portion, another section would be paying off a debt or mm-hmm. maybe paying a down payment for something or you could be investing in bonds. Right, Rose? Yeah. I have a question for you. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start to track your expenses and when did you really start saving? How long did it take? Have you been also in a situation where you set a specific savings goal and felt that you can reach it or is it taking a long time to achieve? That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Excited. <laughs> Alright. I became serious in tracking my expenses and saving a portion of my money when I was 24 or 25. Mm. After I drowned myself with all those deserved trips and travels in and outside of the country. So if I think more about it, I needed to save as well before in order to fulfill those dream travel plans in my bucket list. The only difference now is that what I'm saving for are not for intangible things like memories or experiences, but more of tangible ones like investments and properties. Mm. Getting to a certain savings goal that I set is sometimes, you know, difficult. Especially those that would fall under long-term financial. For example, buying my own house and lot or retirement house. Reaching that goal may be hard, but don't be discouraged. You only have to figure (laughs) out what really matters to you and sort out what's within your reach. That said, applying that smart goal strategy can help you big time. Your Mm -hmm. financial goal should be specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and timely. We -hmm. always hear that. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you would not only say, I want to save to buy a condo, but rather when a smart goal strategy is applied, you'd say, I want to save 10% of my income for the next 36 months to buy a condo or for the down payment for the condo. Yep. Agree on setting smart goals. Perfect. Be very specific. It would really help you get to your bullseye. It will help you target your goals. And mm. I think one way that I remember those online challenges that shows you how to save. 
have you tried those challenges and set yourself for success or failure? Like 50 pesos every day challenge for a year? Mm-hmm. No, it's tempting, but I did not because I know I will set myself you know, to fail. <laughs> well, I've tried that before and to be honest, I wasn't able to do it for a year. But what I learned there is being able to have that habit of setting aside more and saving more. It turns out, of course, that I don't want to do the daily reminder of adding 50 pesos in my Alcancha or my mm. piggy bank or in my account. Mm-hmm. But what suited me is something on a monthly basis. When I get my pay, I set it aside. And again, Find what suits you, but do it consistently. Hmm. Anyway, going back to what you've shared on your investments, properties, and insurance, and financial goals. (laughs) So, I will take a step back. What's your insurance like? (laughs) 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 Yung pala talaga. Life insurance is something we may consider adding to our financial plan. But again, it depends on what we can afford to get and not. Because paying monthly premiums for insurance is not a joke, really. Mm. So, what I have is a permanent life insurance with a cash value component. It's like 60% of my premium is spent on the insurance itself. Probably contains the hospitalization, more of the health insurance, and 40% is for stocks. We can discuss more about insurance in our next episode as this is under more of investment and not savings. What do you think, Kim? Yes, of course, we'll talk about it later. But I think it's more of an expense for me. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. But in the perspective of... You know, having a family and future health and that benefits could really help the people you cared for, not to Mm -hmm. worry about those things. Mm -hmm. So I have that basic package for insurance. And same with you. It has a component of stocks and equity and such. But yes, let's talk about it later on. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we feel it as an expense because we don't see the value of it until we get hospitalized or die (laughs) more of those unforeseen tragedies and illnesses right Um it's really for the people that you're leaving in this world (laughs) well but i truly believe in its importance but speaking of those investments let's talk about that and i want to hear your thoughts on that and where to invest i want to really know and learn about it Of course, that's what we're going to talk about in our next episode because this is a series towards financial freedom. And yes, I'm going to look forward to it. But I guess, DOT listeners, that's all for now and talk to you on saving and investing in our future. Saving is one of the best ways to take financial responsibility in your life. Are you ready to experience that financial freedom? Share that one thing you can do right now to improve your finances. Thanks for listening to That One Thing Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow our social media account at That One Thing PH. 
Did you enjoy this episode? Let us know and leave us a message. You can also ask a question in the link in the description. Be sure to tune in every other Friday for new episodes. Thank you.